Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the Man Cave Football Podcast with Dan Gasper. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Football Podcast. I am your host, Dan Casper, as always, getting closer and closer to the start of the NFL season. Got regular season games just a little over a month away. Hall of Fame game coming up, preseason, the rest of the preseason kicking off next week. So we're getting closer and closer to football season, the 100th season of the NFL. And that's where we where we are continuing with our top 100 players of all time time uh we're doing picks 61 through 40 61 through 40 so after today's episode or after this episode i should say we'll be a little over halfway through our top 100 players of all time now remind you this is just me picking these this is just my opinion on the top 100 nfl players of all time nobody else just me so if you disagree with them you agree with them you like them you hate them send me a message and telling me why do i have a player too high do i have a player too low did i miss out on a player you let me know but let's get at it right away uh diving in with pick number 60 and at number 60 we're gonna go with uh with another pittsburgh Steeler. quite a few pittsburgh Steelers have made this list from those uh 1970s teams and we got another one cornerback mel blount making this list uh four-time super bowl champion five-time pro bowler two two-time first team all pro four-time second team all pro was the defensive player in 1975 nfl defense player in 1975 with that loaded defense of the steel curtain 57 career interceptions couple touchdowns on there as well and was named to the nfl 75th anniversary team in the 1980s all decade team 1980s all decade team there too so uh coming in at number 60 to lead things off next up at number 59 we're gonna go with the running back eric dickerson rams colts a little bit with the Raiders, Falcons. Had a uh, cup of coffee with the Packers for just a little bit, if you remember that trade that went down. Uh, actually, I should say didn't go down, but uh, almost did. But Eric Dickerson, the running back, coming in at number 59 on my list. All-time uh, leader in rushing yards in a season, 2,105. Had over 1,800 yards rushing in his rookie season. Uh, six-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro. Was the NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 1986. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. Four times led the NFL in rushing. Named to the 80s All-Decade Team. 13,000, over 13,000 total rushing yards. Average 4.4 yards per carry, 90 rushing touchdowns. Uh, not too bad. Not too bad of a record for catching the ball too, especially during his playing time uh, of the 80s into the early 90s. Uh, 2,000, just over 2,000 receiving yards, six touchdowns. But uh, started off his career in 1983, finished it up uh, with Atlanta in 1993. But those are impressive numbers for just you know 10 10 years of playing and 10 years of not playing. Uh, you know prime football if you will finishing up his career with the Raiders and the Falcons obviously wasn't playing to the level that he was with the Rams there especially but uh, Eric Dickerson a dynamic dynamic running back uh, to start off his career with the Raiders there and holding that uh, single season rushing record with over 2,000 yards 2,105 rushing yards to be exact Adrian Peterson almost broke it a couple years ago but nonetheless Eric Dickerson still sits at the top of that list so coming in at number 59 running back Eric 
Dickerson. I'm going to go uh, tight end at number 58 here. John Mackey, the tight end of the Baltimore Colts, San Diego Chargers for one year to finish up his career. Tight end for the Colts from 1963 to 1971. Five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, listed to the 1960s All-Decade team. Was just the second tight end inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Second true tight end inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame was originally listed as the 42nd best player in NFL Network's top uh, 100 players of all time in 2010. Uh, Over 300 receptions, over 5,000 yards receiving, 38 touchdowns. That may not seem like a lot, but remember, his playing career is mostly in the 60s there while they were still running the ball quite a bit, but had a pretty good quarterback with him too uh, and Johnny Unitas there for a little bit. But uh, John Mackey, widely considered one of the best tight ends to ever play the game, he comes in on my list at number 58. 57, we have a current player coming in on the list. Current player right now. We're going to go to the defensive side of the ball. And I think this player has a very, very, very good chance to really crack. If we redo this list, let's say, in 10 more years, he could be a top 25, top 15 player of all time. I think his ceiling is that high. He's off to a tremendous start to his career. Was just a, It was just drafted in 2014, too. Aaron Donald, defensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams right now. I got him coming in on my list at number 57. Pro Bowl every year of his career. Four-time first-team All-Pro. The only time he didn't make it was his rookie season. Already a two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Led the NFL in sacks in 2018. Obviously, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year as well. He's already amassed... 59 and a half sacks at that defensive line position, defensive tackle position, 264 uh, tackles, 13 forced fumbles already. The dude is just a machine at the defensive tackle spot. And he's played in a 4-3-3-4 defensive tackle. Right now in today's game, best defensive player, I think he's up there. I think he's up there. He's off to a terrific, terrific start to his young career. And I think it's only going to get better. The guy is an absolute dominant force on the defensive side of the ball and one of the most fearsome players in today's game. So that's why I have him very high on my list already for a guy who pretty much just started his career a few years ago, 2014. So Aaron Donald coming in at number 57 for me. And a lot of that is based off of his potential as well because of how good uh, his career has started. Coming in at number fifty-six, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go safety, sticking with the defensive side of the ball. But Ed Reed comes in at number fifty-six, longtime Baltimore Ravens safety. Uh, played a little bit with the Texans and the Jets there to finish up his season. Newly um, into Pro Football Hall of Famer Ed Reed, uh, but Super Bowl champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, Defensive Player of the Year for t- in two thousand four. Led the inter- NFL in interceptions three times. Two thousand. All decade team. 643 career tackles, just six sacks, which may surprise some people because of how much Ed Reed was all across the field, but 64 interceptions and nine defensive touchdowns. But uh, Ed Reed was just uh, a safety that you had to account for if you're an opposing quarterback and opposing offense. There's that nice clip of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Can't remember exactly what it is, but they're scouting the, the Ravens, and they're always looking for where Ed Reed is. But good luck with that, too, because he could disguise where he was going to be uh, like the best of them. He may show blitz, but he goes back in coverage, may show coverage, goes up to blitz, or, or may show he's going to go one way, but actually goes the other way. So uh, Ed Reed was easily one of the best, best safeties to have ever played the game. 
So coming in at number 56 right now for me is Ed Reed. Number 55, we're going to go back to the offensive side of the ball, and we're going to have another quarterback make this list. Dallas Cowboys great Roger Staubach coming in at number 55 on the list. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, six-time Pro Bowler, second-team All-Pro. Remember, though, too, he missed out on his first few years of his career due to his commitment to the U.S. Naval Academy. So his numbers may not be that splashy, but he missed out on a few years, too. But uh, 22,000, over 22,000 career passing yards, passer rating of uh, 83.4, but definitely was instrumental and the Cowboys winning a couple championships in the early years of Tom Landry's coaching uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. So Roger Staubach coming in at number 55 on my list. Number 54 is a player that just recently retired. Going back to the defensive side of the ball, Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers, longtime Carolina Panther, played a little bit uh, with the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. He comes in on my list at number 54, nine-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, defensive rookie of the year, 2000s all-decade team, uh, 715 total tackles, uh, 159 and a half sacks, six touchdowns, showed some versatility. You know, he's going to be remembered mostly as a defensive end. Showed some versatility during his uh, few years with, with the Green Bay Packers where he lined up as a 3-4 outside linebacker. A good year in 2014 uh, playing that position. Had some interceptions and a couple touchdowns there as well. But uh, Julius Peppers was a dynamic force uh, on the defensive line. Six foot seven, tall dude, freakish athlete, basketball player in college for North Carolina. Uh, but coming in at number 54, going to go Julius Peppers. 53, sticking with uh, the defensive side of the ball. Green Bay Packers linebacker Ray Nitschke coming in at number 53. Uh, Seven-time NFL champion. That's five-time NFL champion, two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, two-time first-team All-Pro, five-time second-team All-Pro, 1960s All-Decade team, 75th anniversary team. Ray Nitschke was one of those old-school linebackers. NFL Films loves putting up pictures and videos of him. Just this gnarly guy, no teeth, limping across the field, but uh, just a nasty nasty football player uh ray nitschke coming in at number 53 52 we got another defensive player purple people eater defensive tackle alan page for the minnesota vikings couple years with the chicago bears to finish up his career but alan page comes in at number 52 on my list here nine time pro bowler six time first team all pro three time second team all pro was the nfl most valuable player in 1971, and a two-time Defensive Player of the Year, uh, also making the 1970s All-Decade team. But uh, 148 and a half total sacks. Alan Page, I, I think, kind of gets underrated a lot in terms of one of the best players of all time. I think you can make an argument. I probably should have put him up a little bit higher on my list too. But uh, right now, I've got him at number 52. So Alan Page, Purple People Eater, Defensive Tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, coming in at number. 52. 51, we're going to go to the other side of the ball, the offensive side of things. Going to go wide receiver on this one. Long time San Diego Charger, a couple years with the Dallas Cowboys to finish up his career. Lance Allworth. Lance Allworth, Super Bowl champion, AFL champion, uh, seven-time AFL All-Star, six-time first-team All-AFL. Uh, also, I mean, that's the majority of, of his numbers right there, AFL time, but uh, also made the 75th anniversary team in the NFL, uh, but uh, 
dynamic, fast, wide receiver. 542 catches, over 10,000 receiving yards, 85 receiving touchdowns uh, during the 60s and early part of the 70s. Unreal numbers right there. Uh, Lance Allworth coming in for me at number 51. Let's recap the list before we continue with uh, the next few selections. Coming in at number 60, Pittsburgh Steeler defensive back Mel Blount. Eric Dickerson running back coming in at number 59. Tight end for the Baltimore Colts, John Mackey coming in at number 58. Defensive lineman Aaron Donald for the Rams right now, already on the list at number 57. Baltimore Ravens safety, Ed Reed coming in at 56. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach coming in at 55. Julius Peppers, defensive lineman coming in at number 54. Packers linebacker Ray Nitschke coming in at number 53. Allen Page, defensive tackle for the Minnesota Vikings number 52 lance allworth coming in at number 51 let's continue with the list and i've got a feeling a few of my next picks selections are there's going to be some of you disagreeing with it and you're going to be probably saying some choice words as you uh as you listen to me uh, make these selections especially this next one coming up here but hey tell me why i'm wrong or tell me why maybe possibly i'm right but at number 50, we're going to have another wide receiver coming off the board. And I got T.O., Thrall Owens, coming in at number 50. Yeah, you heard me right. It's off the field stuff. I, that, yeah, I get it. But we're talking just on the field. On the field. And when he was on the field, T.O. was one of the best wide receivers to have ever played this game. Over 1,000 receptions, just under 16,000 receiving yards, 153 receiving touchdowns. Those are some of the top numbers of all time. Top five categories right there. T.O. was a dominant, dominant wide receiver on the field. Six-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro, led the NFL in receiving touchdowns three times, named to the NFL's 2000s All-Decade second team. T.O. was a dynamic wide receiver and a big play threat. Off the field stuff, yeah, there were some issues. There were some problems going on, but he was definitely one of the best wide receivers on the field. So that's why I got him coming in at number 50. 49, maybe not so much argument. Rod Woodson, defensive back, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Raiders, 49ers, Baltimore uh, Ravens as well. 11-time Pro Bowler, 6-time first-team All-Pro, 2-time second-team All-Pro, Defensive Player of the Year in 1993. Maybe one of the first guys you could think of that transitioned from a uh, cornerback to a safety and seemed like he didn't miss a beat. Charles Woodson kind of did a similar thing, but Rod Woodson I I think is the prototype of that when you think of cornerbacks transitioning to the safety position over a thousand tackles from rod rod woodson 71 interceptions 17 touchdowns uh rod woodson one of the best defensive backs and that's why i want to call him a defensive back because he played so good as a cornerback and a safety so rod woodson for me coming in at number 49 number 48 another uh polarizing figure but again we're just talking about on the field play on the field play. And that's where I've got running back OJ Simpson coming in at number 48. Five time Pro Bowler, five time first team All Pro, most valuable player in 1973, offensive player of the year in 1973. Led the NFL in rushing four times, uh, was a part of the 75th anniversary all time team, 70s all decade team. Did have uh, the single season rushing record till Eric Dickerson broke it. Over 11,000 rushing yards, 61 
rushing touchdowns. 4.7 yards per carry was a beast when he was running the football, uh, just overpowering everybody, outrunning everybody. O.J. Simpson, again, just on the field stuff, just on the field, football-only sense. That's why he comes in at number 48 for me. Defensive end, Gino Marchetti coming in at number uh, 47 for me. Gino Marchetti, Baltimore Colts, uh, longtime defensive end for them. Actually started off his career with the Dallas Texans in 1952. But Gino, 1953 to 1964, and then one year in 1966. Two-time NFL champion, 11-time Pro Bowler, nine-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro as well, listed to the 50s All-Decade team, and the 75th anniversary All-Time team. Now, if you try to look up his stats and sack numbers, remember, they didn't start keeping track of those until the 80s, so they don't have a list of those. But you know your history, watch the little film, read a little bit about him. One of the most dynamic and dominant defensive players during his era. So coming in at number 47, Gino Marchetti. 46, another quarterback coming off the list, coming in at number 46. And I think this is a guy that kind of gets overshadowed with his greatness because of the teams that he played on and maybe doesn't get, he gets a lot of credit, but maybe we should give him a little bit more credit. Bart Starr coming in at uh, number 46 on my list. Two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, uh, one of five other NFL championships, or won five total NFL championships, four-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, three-time second team all pro nfl's most valuable player in 1966 led the nfl in passer rating five times five times 1960s all decade team you look at his numbers uh you know percentage wise 57.4 percent uh completion percentage uh passing yards 24,000 just over 24,000 touchdown interception ratio 152 to 138 but the absolute leader of lombardi's 60s packers on there just in uh, you talk to his teammates you listen to his teammates talk about him. He was the unequivocal leader of that team. And I think you got to look at his playoff numbers. He was just Mr. Consistent. Now, he, obviously, he had Jim Taylor and Paul Horning to hand the ball off to. But when he had to throw, he's a pretty dang good quarterback and a pretty dang good leader on the field as well. So I think Bart Starr is a player that maybe gets a little overshadowed because of the teams he played on and, and the coach he had. But deep dive into it a little bit more, pretty dang good player. Number 46. Bart Starr. Going back to the Colts uh, on my next pick, going Raymond Berry. Raymond Berry coming in, uh, tight end, wide receiver, however you want to define him, and end, if you just want to call him that, two-time NFL champion, six-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, led the NFL in receiving yards three times, receptions three times, led the NFL in receiving touchdowns two times, made the NFL 1950s All-Decade team and the 75th anniversary team, 631 receptions, just over uh, nine, over 9,000 receiving yards, 68 receiving touchdowns as well. So however you want to define him, tight end, wide out, let's just call him an end, an offensive end right there. Raymond Barry coming in on my list at number 45. Speaking of tight ends, let's do another one. Longtime Kansas City Chiefs, Atlanta Falcons tight end, Tony Gonzalez coming in next on my list at number 44. Uh, we got four, 14-time Pro Bowler, six-time first-team All-Pro, 
four-time second-team All-Pro, led the NFL in, in receptions in 04, 2000s All-Decade team, Hall of Famer, 111 touchdowns, 1,325 receptions, 15 over 15,000 receiving yards. Tony Gonzalez is widely viewed as maybe the best tight end for a lot of people out there, or at least one of the best tight ends out there, was a big receiving threat uh, going down the middle up to see him and up the sideline. Uh, former basketball player as well, but uh, Tony Gonzalez, one of the best tight ends to ever play the game, one of the best receiving threats to ever play the game, coming in on my list at number 44. Let's go with another quarterback coming in at number 43, going at way back, way back, the Chicago Bears. Sid Luckman coming in next at number 43. Four-time NFL champion, three-time All-Star, five-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro, MVP uh, in 1943, led the NFL in passing yards three times, passing touchdowns led the NFL three times, led the NFL in pass rating three times, 40s all-decade team, uh, pass rating, career pass rating 75, passing yards of uh, 14,686. Now, okay, remember, again, are the numbers eye-popping? No, but you have to put them in relation to the era that they played in. For a guy to play the majority of his career in the 40s, those are some pretty dang impressive numbers coming from the quarterback position when the passing game was still pretty young over there. Uh, So Sid Luckman, quarterback, Chicago Bears, coming in at number 43. Got two more picks left uh, in this uh, Man Cave podcast episode of where we're revealing the top 100 picks, doing picks 60, uh, 60 through 41. And the next two picks are two current players right now. Two current players right now. And we've got a we've got one, two, three, four more current players that make this list after these two. So after these next two, there's only four more current players that make the list. So four current players in the top 40, if you will. But uh, coming in at number 42, defensive lineman, defensive end, Houston Texans, J.J. Watt uh, is coming in at number 42 for me. Five-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro. Three times he has already won Defensive Player of the Year. Three times he's already won that. He's already got 455 tackles, already 92 sacks in his career, 51 pass deflections, 22 forced fumbles, uh, a couple touchdowns as as well. So J.J. Watt, if he hadn't gone through that little injury spell that he just did a couple years ago, he'd already have over 100 sacks. He'd have probably over 500 tackles. Heck, he might even have another Defensive Player of the Year award to his credit, to his legacy. Eight years in the league and a couple years were uh, hindered by injuries, and he's already got three Defensive Player of the Year awards. Five-time first-team All-Pro. Racking up the sacks. And this is a guy that plays defensive end in a 3-4 system, too. Think about that. That's not a typical 4-3 defensive end. He's playing in a 3-4 defense and getting those numbers. J.J. Watt, just a machine, a machine, and an absolute beast on the defensive line. He comes in at number 42. 41, the final pick. Another current player, although he is nearing the end of his career. Mr. Consistent, Mr. Professional. Larry Fitzgerald coming in at number 41, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver, 11-time Pro Bowler. Uh, It's hard to believe he's only made one uh, first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, led the NFL in receptions twice, receiving touchdowns 
twice, uh, but he's already got over 1,300 receptions, over 16,000 receiving yards, and 116 touchdowns. Not the flashiest wide receiver, just Mr. Consistent and Mr. Professional, and he's going out there and doing his job and probably one of the nicest players in the league itself. Larry Fitzgerald, I, when we talk about wide receivers, usually they're, they're the flashy people. They like to talk. They like to run their mouth and promote themselves. Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, look at what he's been doing with the Cardinals, too. I mean, how many times have they gone through a different quarterback? He could have moved on. He could have demanded a trade. He didn't have to sign contracts. He's staying with the Cardinals. Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray, Carson Palmer for a cup of tea, Kurt Warner earlier. Larry Fitzgerald, I think, is one of the more underappreciated players in NFL history, and that's why I got him at number 41 on my list. So to recap, 60 through 41, Pittsburgh Steelers, defensive back Mel Blount, Eric Dickerson, running back. 59, 58, John Mackey, 57, Aaron Donald, 56, safety, Ed Reed, 55, Roger Staubach, 54, Julius Peppers, 53, Green Bay Packers linebacker Ray Nitschke, Purple People Eater Alan Page coming in next at 52, Lance Allworth, wide receiver, 51, T.O. coming in at 50, Rod Woodson, 49, O.J. Simpson, 48, Gino Marchetti, 47, the captain of Lombardi's 60s Packers, Bart Starr at 46. Raymond Berry coming in at 45. Tony Gonzalez at number 44. Sid Luckman at 43. J.J. Watt at 42. And Larry Fitzgerald at 41. That's it for this edition of the Man Cave Football Podcast. Next episode, we will be going through picks 40 through 21. 40 through 21. And I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Picks 40 through 21 has two current players on there right now. Two current players on there, 40 through 21. Who are they? Well, make sure you join us next time. And make sure you are subscribing to the Man Cave Football Podcast, Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, we are there. So make sure you are subscribing so you don't miss any of the episodes. And make sure you tweet at me, at Dan Casper, D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, on Twitter. Tell me if you like my picks. You don't like them, too high, too low. I want your feedback. Send me a message on Facebook, on my Facebook page as well, Dan Casper. Uh, But make sure you are subscribing and tell your friends. And uh, make sure to rate us, too. Just make it a good one. This is the Man Cave Football Podcast, and I am your host, Dan Casper.